Hi there, I'm Dr. Paula McDonald, and I welcome you to my podcast, Live Today. It's here that together we'll explore the concept of balance as God designed it to be for us, His children. Balance of the mind, the body, and the spirit. And it's what I've named Theosynthesis. And it's here, waiting for you. Well, hello, everyone. It is a lovely spring day here in Texas. And last week, I left you with the topic of radiating God's light. Such an amazing topic and things that um, are uncovered to us as the deeper we go in with God. And today, we're going to talk about the power of God. And it's the power that we also possess because the Bible tells us that we do. And so in my Bible, I have this verse with the word theosynthesis marked next to it. It's from Colossians 1.29. To this end, I labor, struggling with all his energy, which so powerfully works in me. Y'all, his energy, which so powerfully works in me and in you. When God laid this word, theosynthesis, on my heart, this verse really did jump off the page at me. What a perfect verse to remind us of how God designed us to have His power work within us. So theosynthesis is His energy, which powerfully works within us. And yes, this is the message of my entire book, live today theosynthesis and as believers you guys we too possess this god energy it's just not talked about very much so i believe god gave me this to actually talk about it and share it which is what i'm doing which is what i've done and as i really focused on the meaning of this whole word i was astounded of what this means to us as believers. So if you go back and re-listen to the last podcast on God's energetic radiance, or if you have the book, go in there. I believe it's chapter 11. The question I pose is, since we are made in his image, do we also embody his energy and his light? And of course, the energy and light that I'm referring to are the ones received directly from God. I am not referring to the popular New Age secular definitions of, you know, people saying, you know, light and love. A lot of those people really are New Agers, and we're going to really talk about New Age um, in its own podcast, um, because what I'm talking about is God Age. He is the creator of all things. So in taking this discussion a step further, we can investigate these terms based on the God of the Bible, and that's who I'm basing all of my study and information on. And so what God has to say about his power residing within his people is where I went to in the Bible. There's a text from 1 Chronicles 29 that I find interesting because it's David and uh, he's working on the temple. It's about to begin. And he says in verse 1, Then King David said to the whole assembly, My son Solomon, 
The one whom God has chosen is young and inexperienced. The great the task is great because this palatial structure is not for man, but for the Lord God. And then in verse 12, it's a part of David's prayer to the Lord. He says, wealth and honor come from you. You are the ruler of all things. In your hands are strength and power to exalt. And here's the important part. And to give strength to all. David was quite wise in recognizing that God is the source of strength and power. And he goes on to comprehend that God gives this strength to all. This verse quite clearly illustrates the question posed, whether our almighty God does indeed supply us with his power. So I did a deep dive and dig into the scripture The Bible has more than 270 plus verses using the word power, which clearly demonstrates that this is an attribute of God that he does bestow on his people. And as we look closely into the many verses, I believe you will come to know and understand the power you also possess as a child of God. And as believers, We have a huge responsibility with this God-given gift. We are required to use this power for the glory of his kingdom. It's not to be kept for ourselves. It's not bragging rights. It's a gift. Moses certainly didn't part the sea on his own power. He turned to God and allowed God's mighty power to be displayed before all through him. Exodus 14, 21 says, Then Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and all that night the Lord drove the sea, and all that night the Lord drove the sea back with a strong east wind and turned it into dry land. And if you believe this singular act is not possible because you've never seen it and it seems completely crazy, let me ask you a question. Have you ever been to the beach as the wind pushes in from the opposite direction of the waves? And I'm talking about a good, hard, stiff wind. The wind pushing against the waves can actually be greater than the power of the waves coming in and will actually push back the water from the shore. Seeing this is quite a phenomenon, and it's a great visual reminder of the power the wind can bring forth. And as we observe many weather events and other fascinating natural events on earth, we can see power displayed in remarkable ways. Because God is the creator of all of these events, why would it be impossible for him to use these events to show his power and to achieve his will? God is God and nothing is beyond his capability. And when I finally committed to finishing my book, Theosynthesis, I was able to go to Destin, Florida and stay in the home of some very dear friends of mine. The very first day I arrived and went to the beach, I saw the effects of the wind pushing against the waves firsthand. So the wind was coming way out of the north hard because it was winter. And at first, I couldn't 
understand as I was walking along the beach why there were so many exposed sandbars. I've been there a hundred times and the sea appeared to be way far out. And, you know, having been there many times and familiar with this beach, and I've seen high and low tides, but I'd never seen this much shoreline exposed before. And as I kept walking, finally, I recognized what was happening. And because it was cold and as north wind was blowing, it was bearing down on the Gulf and the wind was actually holding back the waves. And it was fascinating to witness this. And this event provided the perfect visual for me for imagining God's mighty power when he held back that water in the Red Sea for the Israelites. So let's head into the scriptures for just a moment because I want you to see some of these verses that God showed me when I started really digging into power. Psalm 68, 35. The God of Israel gives power and strength to his people. Isaiah 39, 31. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. Micah 3, 8. But as for me, I am filled with power with the Spirit of the Lord. Acts 1.8 But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. Acts 4.33 With great power, the apostles continued to testify to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. Oh, you guys, I could go on and on. There's so many amazing verses. It's really a fun way to dig into scripture. Just whip out your Bible, get a great concordance, and look up that word power, and you will you will be amazed. And I'll leave you with this last one. Ephesians 6.10 Finally, be strong in the Lord and in His power. These are just a few verses, you guys. There's so many others. So what I'd like to do, I'm going to just break down this whole topic into three main pieces. Power as a gift, power within believers, and power as protection. So we're going to start with power as a gift. And as I said earlier, it is a gift from God. And over and over in the scriptures, we see examples of God giving his children the gift of his power. The people of Israel during the Exodus and then again in Acts during the Pentecost, we can see the power of the Holy Spirit given to believers. And recognizing that this power comes from God is a gift. We should be overflowing with gratefulness as we thank Him for this gift. And we should never take this gift that He provided us with a grain of salt. As a believer, we all possess the power of the Holy Spirit. Therefore, the things we do in His name are with His power. Shouldn't we stop doubting ourselves when we're called to do something in His kingdom? If we really believe that we have this power of the Holy Spirit and it's indwelling within us, this alone should be a huge encouragement for us to go out boldly ahead 
into whatever work he is leading us to do. You guys stepping out and doing this podcast, writing my book, speaking to groups, trust me, I could not have done it or continue to do it without the power that he provides. It's not mine. It's his. So then let's look at power within us as believers. The verses above that I spoke about use the, use the terms filled us, renewed us, received. As believers, when we accept Christ in our lives, the Holy Spirit fills and renews us. And a filling means every square inch of our bodies, every fiber, every cell. God creates us as new creations from the inside out. Romans 15, 13 says, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow by the power of the Holy Spirit. But we must receive this gift. And typically, when you receive a gift, you are thankful and you express thanks to the person who gave it to you. And so likewise, as believers, we must also welcome and receive this beautiful gift from Christ and to tell him thank you. And the last part that we're going to talk about is power as protection. And let me just start with God's word does not say that when we become believers, bad things will stop happening to us. What he does promise is because we are indwelt with his power, he will be with us through whatever we're going through. When we are genuinely believing this and when we experience tough times, knowing without a shadow of a doubt that he's right there with you is more comforting than anything else you can ever know. Personally, as I walked through two terrifying illnesses and being told to get my affairs in order, and thankfully being a believer, I was filled with an uncanny peace. And knowing I was never alone, even in those dark times in the hospital in the middle of the night, and I was frightened out of my mind, but I was given a peace that went far beyond my human understanding. And that reminds me of the verse from Philippians 4, 7, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts to the end in Christ. Had I been alone in my thoughts without Christ, it would have been really easy to give up during this time. However, having an in-depth and convicting knowledge that no matter what the outcome was, God was going to lead me through, that was my lifeline. And this truth alone truly defies all understanding as we try to comprehend things within our own strength and with our own understanding. So I love clinging to the knowledge, knowing the same power God used to part the Red Sea and to resurrect Jesus also resides within me. This is a fantastic truth, you guys. And this concept alone should blow your mind. And no doubt, as a believer, you can rest in knowing that every cell and tissue within you is woven tightly together with the power of our 
beloved Jesus Christ. I can think of no better promise as we confidently put our faith and hope in Him. Rest in this knowledge and ask Him to undergird you with His confidence in this beautiful power. Ask Him to show you this power in a very personal way and how He desires for you to utilize it for His kingdom. What beautiful things you might be capable of if you genuinely comprehended that you do possess this amazing power of the Holy Spirit. And this thought alone has been life-changing for me. So it's time for you to get out there and utilize your power given to you as a gift for the kingdom. Find out what he wants you to do with it. He'll tell you. Thank you so much, you guys. I love talking about these amazing topics with you, and I look forward to it each and every week. Thank you for staying with me. Please go visit my website, download the podcast, like it, give me a review. I really need these reviews to keep it going. And so um, until next time, and as always, live today. Hi, stay tuned for my mini podcast, Ask Dr. Paula. It'll be in the last five minutes of the show and a time for me to answer your questions. So to submit a question, simply go to drpaulamcdonald.com and click on contact me. I can't wait to hear from you. This week, I received a question regarding near-death experiences. And as I shared on last week's podcast about my own very... um, personal near-death experience. Many of you have reached out with some amazing stories, and I love hearing them, so keep, keep them coming. But I had an interesting question that has to do with knowing if one truly experienced a near-death experience. And, you know, like myself, I questioned my own experience for many months, and I did not talk about it. It was just so overwhelming and so hard to wrap my little brain around. And so what I would say to you is you're exactly your normal. We're humans. We don't have the mind of God. And these near-death experiences are outside of our normal lives. They're, they're huge. And it's, it is difficult to wrap our mortal minds around a near-death experience. And what I would encourage you with is take your questions and concerns directly to God. I would write them down first. Write a detailed journal. Keep that because you never know who might find that long after you're gone. It might encourage them. But as you go to God with your questions and your concerns and even your doubts, I believe that with all of my heart, he will confirm your experience to you in a very personal manner like he did with me. And you guys, as believers, we know that there are spiritual realms that we cannot see. And a near-death experience provides us with this tiny window into this realm. And what you experienced was very real and very special. And I also believe that God gives us these experiences in order to share them with others. We must not keep these stories to ourselves because you never know who needs to hear your story. 
your near-death experience was a special gift given just to you. Embrace it and share it with the world. Thank you for sharing your questions with me, and please continue to bring them to me at drpaulamcdonald.com, click on the Connect tab, and complete the form. Thank you for joining me, friends. My prayer for you is that you would seek to live today and every day in balance and in abundant connection with God.